when you take risks, you learn that there will be times you succeed. There'll be times that you fail and both are equally as important. Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart, giving you all the tools you need to create an amazing real estate career. Led by top experts in the field, you'll learn how to sell more houses in less time while creating the life you want. Welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. What's going on? Happy Monday, Susan. How are you? Hey, you know what? I'm doing great, Jesse. Happy Monday, everybody. Good to see all your smiling faces this morning. And happy birthday to Susan. She had a birthday over the weekend. I did. did. (laughs) Thank you. I didn't even know it was your birthday. I miss singing happy birthday to you. So I'm going to sing to you today, but I won't do it on Zoom because it makes the weird audio sound when you sing. But just <laughs> just know I'm sending you, a, a, everybody, I'm, I'm sending Susan a singing happy birthday after this. So I think that's good. I'll take it. <laughs> All right, so, so, so I don't know if this ties into birthdays, but uh, we're ta- we're, Susan texted me uh, the topic. I'm like, oh, I like it. She said, why risk-taking leads to success? So that is our... Our topic for today, why risk-taking leads to success. Does it tie into birthdays or unrelated? It, it kind of does, actually. You know, I, I come up with my topics, Jesse. Usually, like I said, each week I talk about something that's going on in my world and my life. And I, and so this is kind of how this came up uh, on a meeting that I had on Friday. So I can get into that and in how we're going to start the risk-taking talk today. Let's do it. I hope you everyone had a go? good. Uh, yeah, I hope everyone had a good Easter. Hope everyone, if their kids are on spring break like mine, you're hanging in there this week. Have fun. Otherwise, let's ready to rock. Those of you here, let, let's do it. So go for it, Susan. Let's do that. You know, and and real quick before we before we even go on to that, you know, it's it's really exciting. You know, this is now uh, Agent Power Huddles now on podcast Spotify. You've got some great links that are out there. So if you're, you know, I'm seeing people logging on this morning, which is fantastic. If you happen to miss an episode, you can catch them all on podcast and, and Spotify now. So it's pretty cool that we can do that and and make sure we don't miss any of these episodes. Uh, So yeah, so risk-taking, failing forward, you know, um, I'm going to get into a little bit of a story here in a moment uh, based on um, why this came up on Friday. I actually went down to Imperial Beach, which is about an hour and a half south of here where I live in Temecula Valley and met with an old friend from high school. And we got to talking about where we are today and some of the things that and the challenges we went through all the way from our, you know, back in, in, in high school and and how it made and shaped us uh, for our futures today. So we're going to get into that. But um, Zach is on the call with us. He's behind the scenes here every week with us. And I wanted to start, start with just a really short video clip before we dive into the topic of risk taking. Zach, are you ready to cue that video? And this is from Denzel Washington uh, on risk taking and essential success. I found that nothing in life is worthwhile unless you take risks, nothing. Nelson Mandela said, there is no passion to be found playing small and settling for a life that's less than the one you're capable of living. Now I'm sure in your experiences in school and applying to college and picking your major and deciding what you want to do with life, I'm sure people have told you to make sure you have something to fall back on, 
Make sure you got something to fall back on, honey. But I never understood that concept, having something to fall back on. If I'm going to fall, I don't want to fall back on anything except my faith. I want to fall forward. I figure at least this way I'll see what I'm going to hit. Fall forward. This is what I mean. Reggie Jackson struck out 2,600 times in his career, the most in the history of baseball. But you don't hear about the strikeouts. People remember the home runs. Fall forward. Thomas Edison conducted 1,000 failed experiments. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Because the 1,001st was the light bulb. Fall forward. Every failed experiment is one step closer to success. You've got to take risks, and I'm sure you've probably heard that before, but I want to talk to you about why that's so important. First, you will fail at some point in your life. Accept it. You will lose. You will embarrass yourself. You will suck at something. There's no doubt about it. And I know that's probably not a traditional message for a graduation ceremony, but hey, I'm telling you, embrace it, because it's inevitable. And I should know. Okay, I had him cut the little video just so we can kind of get an opening and start to this conversation. But I really encourage you all to get on. You can see, find it on YouTube. Um, and it is a really fantastic video that Denzel Washington ha uh, did at a, a graduation ceremony when he was the keynote speaker there. Has any of you heard that before? That was that the first time hearing that intro. Go on there and watch the whole version. It's fantastic. But hopefully that kind of set the stage here for what we're going to be talking about. Failing forward. Risk taking is really essential. It's an absolute essential in any success. And the thing is, is many of us, I don't think, um, even realize the fire that burns within ourselves until maybe something, maybe it's this agent power huddle this morning. Maybe you experienced something a while back, but somebody or something, you know, triggered and lit that fuse within in you to actually burn and push you into a passion of taking some risks so that you'll get yourself a little uncomfortable to try new things and create new opportunities. I'm going to share with you a little backstory. Some of you have heard parts of this, so hopefully you know, it's not too repetitive, but I want you to know that anytime I get on here to talk with you guys, it's not just about something I've read and I'm just regurgitating to you. It's typically, I, I, I will read a lot, but I'll usually pull in my, my personal experiences to anchor why this is such a passionate topic for me. Um, this is a gift that I'm going to give to you, I hope, and it's really not my story. I want you to actually think about your own as I share my story. And it's about a self-discovery journey that I was taken on back in 2011, 2011. So I was 11 years into my real estate career before I was given this gift. And I hope that you guys get this gift today. It was a self-discovery and I was being interviewed and uh, uh, vetted for a team leader CEO role for, for uh, Keller Williams Realty. And before they do that, do something called career visioning. Have any of you heard of a career visioning? If not, you're going to hear a little bit about now. What they do is they want to see some, they want you to see some patterns of your own life. They want you to see what are some of the patterns in your life that have created leadership or some risks you've taken in your life where maybe you failed, but maybe you've, you know, you persevered and continued on and then found another way to, to succeed. 
All right. Uh, so it, it took me back to middle school. Middle school. I remember the day when I stood in the middle of the locker room in the middle school. And and one of my girlfriends said to myself, she said to me, she said, Sue, are you going to try out for cheerleading? We're getting ready to go to high school. You're going to try out for cheerleading. And I said, I don't know. I was very shy, believe it or not, very shy back in middle school. You can try out for cheerleading. I said, I don't know. Are you? And she said, well, I'm going for volleyball, but you got to go for cheerleading. You got to go try out. So with her encouragement and lighting that fuse underneath me, I tried out and I made it. And so that was pretty exciting. Became a first success and started to open up a whole new world of opportunity in the high school world. So take yourself back to your high school days and maybe cheerleading, maybe something else for you, whatever that may be. The same same girl, her name is Linda Rosas. If she maybe will hear this, we're still friends today. She said to me in high school, she said, Sue, I'm going to run for freshman class president. I want you to run for vice president. I never would have taken that on myself, okay? You need to run for vice president. I'm gonna run for president. Okay, so I did it and I ran. Well, unfortunately she didn't win. I won the vice president. What happened? The president kind of flaked out and guess who ended up having to step up and take over? All right, that was another trend. It went on and I ended up with sophomore, junior and senior class president all my years of high school. This story is not to impress you. This is to impress upon you how we start developing in leadership, sometimes because of the tribe we're in, the sphere of people that come within you and within your group and start lighting fires within your soul that make you take certain actions. You see that pattern? Okay, that went on. Now I'm a senior in high school. And you know what? I'm not from a wealthy family, guys. Some of you heard the story. I shared a one bedroom with my two older sisters, my younger brother and my stepbrother. We all shared a room. I was a C student in high school. Didn't really have the, you know, didn't really. I was very social and all that. But I got to tell you, all my friends were going to college, my sphere of influence, my tribe. We're going to UCLA, University of Irvine, I mean, uh, San Diego State, uh, all that. So how did I get into college? I had to try because guess what? My tribe was going and they lit that fire within me, right? Nate, thank you for your smile. I love your smile. I feel like you're engaged. I went in through a program called the Educational Opportunity Program. Have you, any of you ever heard of the EOP program at a university? It's for low-income minority students. Somebody who has a drive to go, but has no financial means. Okay. And they have to interview and get in. That's how I started college in an educational opportunity program. I took that risk and applied and did everything I could because you know what? My tribe was going off to university. There was no way I'm being left behind here. You seeing the pattern? Okay. After that, Years went by. I, I got my real estate license. Yay. I took another risk. That was leaving a full-time job where I had a career that had a salary. I was running seven health clubs. That is that scary? I know everybody in this call can probably say yes to that. I see Dan shaking his head. I see a lot of people shaking their heads right now. It's a risk. It's a risk that we take. Nick just did a big thing too. He's on my team. We take these risks in that belief within ourselves. We're going to take the action. And you know what? We're going to be in a tribe that's going to continue to light that fire. And we're going to continue to give and pay it forward and fail forward to continue this growth. Okay. So I got my real estate career. 
got bullied the first year I was in business, bullied out of farming areas. We'll get into that another call in farming, but it continued to go on. And guess what? With blind faith, did what my broker told me to do to take massive action. And my career grew in the first three years to the top agent in Southwest Riverside County and top 10 in Orange County and in Riverside County. Again, this is not a, a pat on my back. Look at the pattern. Who is influencing you and how are you starting to see the risk taking, believing in yourself? All of a sudden, I got a book sent to me. Anybody heard this book, The Millionaire Real Estate Agent? Okay, guess what? Came in the mail. And I and at that point in my career, I'm doing a lot of transactions, but my gosh, not living life at all. Trying to figure things out. Well, what am I going to do? I started talking to friends. What are you doing? You know, are we supposed to incorporate our business? I don't know how to do that. Bring on an assistant. I don't know how to do that. So I started, you know, reading. Book came in mail. I took a risk. I went up to Ontario, drove up to Ontario about an hour away, went to a seminar. And guess what I started doing? Calling all my friends saying, hey, come take this risk with me. I'm going to take a little launch here. There was no Keller Williams Realty in Southern California yet. We launched the first one in Temecula Valley. Right. Because I was given an opportunity by a lady named Marion Benton. She took me to Austin, Texas. I took a risk launched the first Keller Williams. Now, unfortunately, I was going through a divorce at the time. I didn't get to stay in that role for very long. I was going to be the operating partner there. But you know what I did? They asked me to identify other talent. So I identified a friend by name of Barbara Horan. Some of you may know Barbara Horan. Barbara became the team leader for that brokerage and went on to launch five other brokerages and over 2,000 agents. She's still a great friend of mine today. We give each other's opportunities and we get opportunities as well. Do you see the pattern in risk-taking? It was scary to leave my brokerage. It was scary to start and launch a business. It was scary when I went through a divorce and had to go back. All right. But we did it. In 2011, though, I took my Tony Robbins course and I jumped out of an airplane and shared that story with you guys, too. That jump out of airplane was more than just a skydive. It was a leap of faith to start trusting in myself to take more risks. Take more risks because what happens when you take more risks, you get more opportunities and more doors start to open up for you. So after taking that jump from the airplane, amazingly enough, I was offered another opportunity again with Keller Williams to become the team leader. And that's where this whole identification process started coming. They started putting all these pieces that I'm telling with you today came to play and I became an opportunity to lead a brokerage in San Diego and, and turn this brokerage that had 10 other team leaders before me around for, you know, productivity, profitability, culture, and growth. It was pretty exciting. I'd be there today still probably, I'm sure, you know, I love where I'm at, you know, as if I had a three hour round trip drive every day. So you see the pattern leading with you. I'm going to get out of my own story now and start getting into some other things, but it wasn't until I started recognizing not only what happened in my past that started giving me power and confidence to realize, you know what, there's a pattern happening here. And it's not only just within me, it's about my tribe. You see that? It's about who I'm surrounding myself with that maybe I can turn and help Nick or Shelly or Nate or John or anybody, Anita, I can help maybe tap into something within you that might say, gosh, there's something I've been wanting to do, Augie, that maybe this week I'm going to take action on. Because you know what? i got a tribe around me that's giving me that strength to give it a shot, right? All right. 
So most people tend to think that risk taking is negative. That's what most people think. They think taking risks is negative. It's dangerous and careless. Okay. Is that, that's really what majority of the population will really think. Um, but, you know, re reality is, is if you change the way you look at things, the things you look at change, right? So if you look at risk as an opportunity to success rather than a pathway to failure, you know, I didn't really see that until 2011, 11 years into my career, things were happening, but I wasn't aware of it. I wasn't aware these things were really happening until I started doing the self-discovery and the work. Get it? So most successful people in business realize this at a very high level that, you know, they're willing to take risks that other people are not. They're willing to fail and maybe embarrass themselves. I mean, gosh, when we launched that first KW, it, it could have fell flat in his face. It, you know, it was Keller who, you know, it was, you know, it was people didn't know who we were. Same thing with EXP. You know, it was taking a risk. You know, it, people will attract not because you're trying to recruit but because they, you are attracting through leading. Jesse, I see, you I see a lot of you shaking your head. I don't recruit agents. I attract people. I attract people the way I'm attracted to great talent, to people who want to grow, to people who want to take risks, to people who want to believe in themselves, because we can't believe in, I can't believe more in you than you will ever believe in yourself. I can't want more for you than you want for yourself. I can lead you. I can guide you. I can give to you everything I, I know, but what do you have to do? Take action and start believing yourself and take some risks to do that. Right. When you take risks, you start building more confidence. So everything, you know, from, from the moment I, that cheerleading episode and, and, I, and I started getting, you know, popular, well, that was pretty exciting, you know, but it's something new, uh, you know, running for, for a class president. I could have lost over and over again. By the way, I, I, I laughed and my friend I was with at lunch on Friday, uh, you know, the person I ran against in my senior year, I didn't think I was going to win, quite frankly. He was very well loved, you know, as well by everybody at the school. And, and uh, it's really funny because today he's the mayor of the city. <laughs> so he's doing a great job as the mayor down there. But when you take risks, you build confidence. You start trusting yourself more because you start thinking, gosh, you know, I didn't really think I could do that. But look, I did it. If I failed, so what? You find another approach, and you do it again. I'm 57. I turned 57 this last weekend. I'm a little less worried now about what people think. In the beginning, you're very worried about that. I wish I could have learned that a lot earlier. I wish I could learn a lot of work. We learn from our risks. You know, we learn, uh, you know, we learn from them. We, we, you're going to fail a lot more times, but that's okay. If you look at the failure as not as a stepping stone and not a failure, you've got to go through it. That's why I showed the video first. You've got to go through the failures. You've got to go through the frustrations. You've got to go through the negative times, you know, and the times of your challenges. And you're not going to appreciate the good stuff. If it comes too easy, right, Lonnie? I see Lonnie coming on here. If it comes too easy for you, you're not going to appreciate the wins. Right? My first six months, I was, another, I was with another brokerage that I didn't get anything. I depleted all my funds that I had reserved to set aside to give. I had to quit and start another brokerage all over again, get a retraining and start up again because I had no leadership. Nobody was helping. No guidance. That could have been frustrating. I almost quit. 
hundred times my first year. Little did I know by my second year, it would rise, my business would rise to the number one position. It was all because of blind faith and trusting my, my tribe. You don't achieve your dreams by playing it safe. Have you heard that? You don't achieve them by playing it safe. Don't take on the, the attitude or even ask the question, what if I fail? Am I talking too fast? Or are you with me? It looks like you're with me. I feel like you're, you're with me. You know, don't, don't ask that question. What if I fail? Don't take on that, 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 that attitude. Take on the attitude of what if I win? What's going to happen? What if I win? Right? What if I win? Just wait. Wait till you win. A lot of you've won and you're going to continue to win and you're going to continue to lose along the way too. Guess what happens over and over again. Risk taking just doesn't only benefit our career. It actually opens up so many possibilities. I, I joke a lot. You know, if you got to know me, I actually kind of joke a lot. I'll say, I, I don't know how I backpedaled myself into this one. I even said that here. I don't know how I backpedaled into becoming a host on the ancient power huddle who's now on podcast and Spotify, but good grief. Somehow I got here with my, with my Jesse Zagorski right there. And, and there's Lonnie, she's leading us too. And, you know, it is pretty exciting. It's like, you know, again, where's your tribe? Who's your tribe? Right, Dan, who's your tribe? Embrace risk. It's going to help overcome any feel any any fear of failure that you have when you push through it. I talk about the airplane ride doing the jump. My scariest part was what going up, going up in that airplane, knowing that the only way out was the side of that plane was going to come open, and we were jumping out to the horizon. That was it. But when I jumped, I told you the story. It was we were falling at hundreds of miles an hour, and it felt like it was bliss completely quiet and I could see the ocean Canyon Lake and Lake Elsinore in one fair swoop. It was the most amazing experience I can tell you. And when I landed, it was the most um, empowering and it really wasn't about skydiving. It was about taking a risk and taking a chance, um, believing in myself, pushing and beyond a, 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 a boundary to make me know that I can take further risks and overcome that fear. Right. What's even worse was that two weeks before that, leading up to the jump, that was even fear more fearful. That was even more fearful. So failure is not the you know is is the opposite of success. It's it's a stepping stone. I said that earlier. It's not failures. It's not either failure or success. Failures is a stepping stone. Fail forward. Don't look back. Fail forward. It's also important to emphasize one more thing, though. When you take risks, you don't want to be haphazardly taking risks. You don't want to be careless in those risks. You don't want to be careless. People don't benefit from just taking risks randomly. You do want to prepare for them. Do you think I just jumped from the plane? No, they gave us preparation. Do you think I just went off and, you know, became a team? No, we did a whole lot of career visioning before they put me in the role to run a brokerage. And then spent another three years in continuing education, coaching, consulting across the country with other great leaders to be able to continue that growth. It's a process, but you don't haphazardly do something. You actually educate yourself and prepare yourself. Folks, preparation meets opportunity, right? You don't want to be unprepared and then have opportunity come to you. It's going to look like that. Preparation needs to meet opportunity. 
Okay. Implementation needs follow through. Implementation needs follow through. So when you take your risks, stay your course, keep your focus, right? Don't just take all these risks all over the place. This goes back to all of our other conversations about bringing that focus in and driving forward with the risk that you took and implement and take massive actions. If you push yourself through the feeling of being scared, that feeling of taking risk, really amazing things can happen. So life is either going to shrink or it's going to expand based on one's courage. Some of these are quotes and I wrote them down because I didn't want to forget what they were actually saying because they really mean something. Life shrinks or expands in proportion to one's courage. So I want you again, self-discover what on earth have you been thinking about that you're like, oh, God, I really would love to do that, but oh God, if this happens, oh, I'm not going to be able to make it through or that'll be embarrassing if I go out there and do that video and it doesn't turn out good. What if I bumble my words? What if I get, what if, you know, so what, what if? Too many people are worried about what they're, you're thinking of them. They're not going to worry about it. <laughs> you know what I mean? I, I shared that story. My 21st birthday when I went to the bar with my friends and, you know, we're all dressed up thinking we're all, you know, ready to go out on the town. And we look on, perfect, my 57th birthday, and on the table and somebody etched into the table. Quit worrying about what people are thinking about you. They're too worried about what you're thinking about them. And it's right. Right? When you take risks, here's another quote. When you take risks, you learn that there will be times you succeed. There'll be times that you fail and both are equally as important. Keep taking the risks, guys, you know, and that's when my 57th birthday, when I went out with my friend, I actually thanked her because she didn't even know. Uh, that was my friend, Arlie Ricasa, by the way, and I didn't bring up her name. I brought up Linda Roses because Linda was the one that asked me and gave me the, the prompts. But I tell you, Arlie was huge. Arlie Ricasa. And she was huge in my tribe to, to continue my leadership and continue in high school and, and she's the one that went to UCLA when I got accepted on my EOP program to Cal State Fullerton. You want to know where I got accepted? But it's those tribes and those people that um, hopefully you're, you're getting something today. Uh, I, I, I hope you enjoyed this because it, it's at 57 now. I'm taking on more risks. I've got a new young team I'm raising up here and, and they're my family, which is exciting. I've done brokerage teams. I've done, you know, things like that. And now I've got a, a team that's, you know, and this is now really passionate. My son, my, my daughter-in-law, my, my niece and, um, her boyfriend, Nick, you see him up there in the corner. I know there are other ones where everybody else is on the team too, but I feel a huge responsibility to help them learn earlier than I did 11 years into my career about the value of taking risks. And if I didn't have Linda in the, that, in that locker room that one day, and then also my first year saying, Hey, why don't you run for freshman class vice president? I don't know as I ever would have. I just don't know. I'm scared to think, you know, but the paths we choose and the people we meet will continually to influence our lives. So continue to take those risks. I love you guys. You did your smiles today and everybody on here. I hope you enjoyed it. Does anybody, we have a couple minutes left, want to unmute themselves and maybe pop in and give us a, 
a little bit of, I've been talking the whole time. So give me a little bit of something that might've encouraged you or, or share something. I'd love to hear from you. Jess. I, I just want to say thank you, Susan, for sharing, because you like, I think so often people try to compare themselves to other people, right? Uh, they compare their outsides instead of um, looking within. And it's really about, like you said, like, really taking that that leap of faith and trusting the fact that you're going to make it right because if everybody looks at what they've gone through in life it doesn't matter whether it was good or bad how difficult it was like we've all made it right we're all still standing here today um and it might have been uh, more uh opportunities of growth per se than others um but thank you for sharing that and and taking that time because like you jumping out of the plane right until we have to face it or when we make that decision, are, are we going to jump or are we not going to jump? And yours is more literal than metaphorical, uh, <laughs> but the, the lesson still applies. So thank you. It does. Thank you, Lonnie. And I, and I yeah. love following you. I'm seeing you a lot now. And I'm following you now because I just love watching you. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, Susan, before you jump off, go back and look at the chat. I know we're about to wrap this up, but go back and look at the chat box. Your message this morning resonated with a lot of people. This oh, is good. I'm so glad. Go, go back and look. I see a lot of heads nodding in the box. But also, I want to tell you that your birthday must have lit you up. Your energy is amazing. You're on fire Thank this morning. You. Isn't this good? Thank Isn't this fun, guys? You. Happy Monday. Welcome Thanks, back. Guys. Let's have an amazing week. Let's do it, right. Susan. I, and, and by the way, so next Monday, I'll have the honest on. I, I can't be here next Monday because my husband's taking me to Coeur d'Alene for a few days on a little birthday <laughs> vacation. So we'll be out of town. <laughs> me and the next Monday. Susan, this is amazing. Have a wonderful week, guys. Yes. We'll see you tomorrow morning. Right. Agent Bye, Power Huddle. Happy birthday, Happy Susan. Birthday. Thanks. Bye-bye. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.